Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where an entitled father tries to kick a random student out of university. Our next Reddit post is from T'Challa Udaku. My freshman year, I was roommates with a guy who had fairly well-off parents. Let's call him John. John was a child actor, and although he isn't one that you'd recognize immediately, he's played side characters on big sitcoms and did some voice acting on some pretty popular kid shows. His parents held him to very high expectations and were very strict with him and his acting. So when he got into our university, which is considered a top 10 university globally, his parents held him to that same standard. And for a now liberated young adult with almost no maturity, he did the exact opposite of everything he should have done. He slept all day, partied all night, never studied, didn't go to class, etc. But when his parents would call him to check up on him, I would always be mentioned in the conversations. They needed to make sure that I was a good influence on their son, they would tell him. They would consistently ask if I was partying often, doing drugs, bringing girls over late into the night, pretty much everything he was doing. They wanted to ensure that I wasn't doing it to keep their son safe. This goes on for months. Whenever his parents would call him during his midday nap and I'd be in between classes, I'd always hear him defending me to his parents. And he'd go beat red whenever I'd walk in and hear what they were saying about me over the phone. So I would leave and wait until his call ended since I knew he already felt embarrassed enough. I didn't really think too much about what they were saying. I just thought it was ironic and I told John afterwards that he did need to apologize since they weren't his thoughts. Around the end of the semester, John was told by his major's department that he would likely flunk out of college if he didn't ace the final exams in at least two of four of his classes, and that he would have to retake the other two regardless of how he did. Moreover, that he would lose a scholarship that paid a substantial amount of his tuition. He had to call his dad to tell him the bad news while I was on the top bunk of the bed studying. And his father was shouting so loud that I could hear him through John's phone with my earbuds in. Eventually, the question was asked if I had anything to do with John's bad grades. And before John could say anything, his dad determined that John was covering for me because I was a bad influence and that since I was around him all the time, I was the reason he failed. He demanded to speak with me and wanted me to tell him everything I did to his son and how I corrupted him. And when John said that I didn't do anything, it only made his dad angrier and after telling me that I would pay, he hung up. John's dad already knew my name and of course where I lived, but I didn't think that he would actually do anything with that information until I got a call from the University Students Affairs Center telling me that John's father had requested access to my personal information through the student portal and they warned me to change my passwords in case I thought my data was at risk. I tell John that his dad tried to access my info and of course he called his dad to ask him what the F he was doing. His dad said that because John was failing, he was pulling John out of college and that he was coming in a few days to talk to me about my part in all of this. John once again asked his father why he asked the school for my info and John's dad just hung up on him. I couldn't focus on that BS at the time since I had my own exams to prep for. But just as John's dad said that he would, he showed up and he was this fairly skinny balding guy desperately trying to cover up his receding hairline by brushing as much stringy blonde hair to the front of his head as possible. I came down with the flu right before exams, so sadly I was forced to be in the room while John moved out. With his dad berating the both of us while I have my earbuds in and I feel like I'm gonna puke. John looks like he's gonna cry because he doesn't want to leave. 
and I peek over my laptop to see his dad putting books and notes in the garbage and repeatedly asking John if he officially withdrew from the university until John just barked yes at him. John's dad then turns to me and says something along the lines of, All right, now you. Again, I insist that I didn't do anything to his son except live with him. And the dad demanded that because I turned his kid from an accomplished actor to a college dropout, I should withdraw from the university too. John is now yelling at his dad to leave me alone, and I'm telling him there's no way that I'm dropping out for his ego. He demands my laptop and portal login info, and I tell him that if he even so much as touches me or my laptop, I'm calling the cops. This escalates to a straight-up shouting match among the three of us until the RA knocks on the door, warning us that if we don't quiet down, he'll get campus security to come up and settle the issue. The dad quiets himself again and calmly asks me to withdraw again because it's only fair. I say no because, again, I didn't do anything. There's a silence in the room as the father approaches the edge of my bunk, glaring at me. I'm putting my earbuds in because chemistry won't study itself, and he asks again, gripping the railing and almost hissing the question. I say no, again, because I didn't do anything. He finally decides that I'm not worth talking to anymore and says that he'll tell my parents everything I did and that they would make me leave college if he couldn't, and with that, he left with John. I got a text from my dad about a day later and that both he and my mom basically told him and his wife to F off and never contact me again in far more eloquent terms. I then got a barrage of emails, texts, and Facebook posts from the parents pretty much saying that I was at fault for ruining their son's life and that I don't deserve that seat at my university, so I just blocked them. Every now and then, my parents would also get Facebook messages or emails from them, but they just ignored them. John Angry reacted my graduation pics on Facebook a few months ago. So, out of paranoia that they were spying on me through his account, I blocked him too. I hope he understands. <laughs> Man, so this is that basic entitled parent mentality when their kid is never the one who does something wrong and it's always someone else's fault. But typically, you would expect people to grow out of that by the time their kid is like... 18, let alone in college. But do they just imagine that OP is like Wormtongue from Lord of the Rings, just whispering magical, evil corruption spells into John's ears and slowly turning him from a model student to some like drug addict partying kid? Our next Reddit post is from You Will Fear My Laser Face. So I found out that my now ex boyfriend was cheating on me, and I gave him a few hours to pack some essentials and leave my house. Not gonna lie, I was shattered by this whole thing, and my only thought was getting him out and changing my locks. This was the man that I thought that I was gonna marry. He has, on more than one occasion, tried to talk me into eloping. I had turned my life upside down time and time again for him and his family because of that ugly little thing called love. I packed up my dogs and went to my parents while he packed. Cue the phone call from his mom. She's sobbing, I'm sobbing. She tells me how sorry she is, and please can't I forgive him? She says that he has nowhere to go. She said some really awful things about him, actually, but under it all was this undercurrent of me letting this go because he loves you, and you need to take him back and work it out. Yeah, he loves his new little side piece according to his chats, but I digress. When I don't budge, she sobs out that she is the one who's too upset to talk. I'm sorry, which one of us got cheated on? And she'll call me back, and then she hangs up. And then she calls up and talks to my mother. 
Almost word for word, she repeats it all to her. But I don't know if she realized that I was sitting there with my mother. The only difference is that she tried to guilt my mom into talking to me about forgiving him because he has nowhere to go. He's in a hotel. He has to stay in a hotel, but he can't afford that. She has to forgive him. When my mother informed her that that really isn't any of our concern right now, she said, I'm too upset to talk. I'll call you back. It's been over a week, and I don't think either one of us is getting that call back. Yeah, OP, I don't see the problem. Why doesn't he just stay with his side piece? Our next Reddit post is from Throwing Stars. So, I'm a 31-year-old woman, and my girlfriend is 32. We're planning a trip to Disneyland Paris. Not anytime soon because of the pandemic, but we're still planning. It's not as big as the one in Florida, but it's closer to us. It's also both of our first time going, and since my girlfriend is obsessed with Disney, this is where I'm planning to propose to her to make it more special. My sister knows that I'm proposing because she helped me pick out the ring, and she was very supportive until she found out where I was planning to propose. She doesn't approve of it because we're not kids, and she stated that since we're not children, it's weird. And how if I really want to go there, I should take her kids who are 10 and 6. I love my niece and nephew, but this is a special trip for me and my girlfriend. I explained this to my sister, and I thought she understood. But the next time I was visiting her kids, they were upset because she had told them about my Disney trip and they couldn't understand why I wouldn't take them. I tried to console them, but I felt very put on the spot and upset by this. I ended up leaving not long after, and my sister kept badgering me to take the kids now because they're so upset. The worst part is that now my girlfriend is starting to feel guilty, and she's wondering if we should just take the kids with us. OP, stay strong. It's an awful person who will manipulate their own kids so their kids will manipulate other adults. Our next Reddit post is from the Carfax. A common thing to happen in my family is my parents demanding me to buy them stuff on Amazon because, well, they're entitled. I have Amazon Prime, so I can understand using my account. However, they also make me use my debit card to pay for stuff and eventually do pay me back. Still, it's incredibly annoying. It's never been a huge amount of money, but this time around, it was a set of chairs worth $500. At first, I rejected the idea, mostly because I'm still in college and I only made about 10 bucks an hour at the time. 500 bucks was about a fourth of the money that I had in my bank account at the time. I told my entitled mother this, and she went off on me, claiming that I don't love her and that I don't trust her to pay me back, and she began to cry. You know, basic parental manipulation tactics. I comply, buy her the chairs, and I'm out 500 bucks. She then tells me that she'll pay me back in about three days when my father gets paid. Three days later, still no money. To avoid a fight, I just bite my tongue. Then a week passes, then another week. After about two weeks of not getting paid, I was incredibly pissed off. I also worked almost every night this summer at a customer service job, so naturally, I want to relax on my days off. Cue my parents, who decided that we needed to deep clean the entire house. I was helping, and then I received an email about an interview for an internship that I've been working hard to accomplish. I'm reading the email, and that's when it happened. So, are you going to do any work today, or just sit on your butt all day? My mother said. Really? You're gonna say that after I bought those chairs for you? You ungrateful son of a b- I pay for your college! Wait, hold on. I gotta point out how funny it is that someone's calling their own child a son of a bitch. Did you not stop to think about what that actually means, lady? Anyways, 
I'm not doing anything until you pay me back the 500 bucks. My mother, now crying. You're so disrespectful after everything we've done for you. <laughs> Some fun details. My parents actually don't pay for my college. All the loans are in my name. My father's ego was hurt after bringing up that fact. I threatened to return the chairs, which only caused more fights. Long story short, I had to literally tattle on my father to my grandmother to get my money back. This is a normal occurrence, and I really see myself going no contact in the future. Our next Reddit post is from Pingsu. Hi, this is my first time posting here on Reddit, and I just had to vent. So, I'm 20 years old and I'm currently in university and living in a dorm. A little background story. My mom and dad are divorced, and they're not on good terms with each other. My mom has also been abusive both emotionally and sometimes physically for about 10 years with me and my sister. I'm still in contact with her, but in a very formal and distant way. My relationship with my dad is really good. So basically what happened is that ever since the school year started back in September, my mother has been pestering me about getting a receipt and an invoice from the dorm I'm staying at so she could ask for a scholarship or something like that. This whole time, I've constantly refused and made excuses because in reality, I just don't want to get it for her. Come the last week of October, I'm visiting my dad for the weekend, and my mom texted me again to tell me that she still doesn't have the invoice that she desperately needs for the scholarship. After two months of her pestering me about it, I take the chance and bring up the issue to my dad, since he's the one paying for everything. Keep in mind that my mother made my dad pay for both me and my sister's college and residence, because, according to her, she doesn't have any money to afford it. She does have the money. She would just rather spend it on clothes and shoes and going out to restaurants, acting like she was rich. Obviously, my dad tells me to text my mother back and tell her that I can't give her the papers she wants because my dad has to give his consent, which is a huge obstacle for her since she avoids talking to my dad as much as she can. Ever since I texted her that message, she went completely quiet. No calls and no texts, which was kind of weird, but I didn't question it because I don't like talking to my mother anyways. Fast forward to this week, my mom called me and she started telling me about how she ended up calling my dorm reception and asked for the papers herself. I was of course annoyed at this point because I honestly should have seen it coming, but I didn't do anything hoping it wouldn't come down to that situation. So when my mom told me that they did email her the papers, I was furious. I contacted my dad and he also became furious because first of all, my mom isn't present on any of the papers signed by me and my dad. Therefore, who's to say this woman was actually my mom? And second, because they gave her the papers without asking for me or my dad's consent, this is a huge violation of our privacy. I'm still pissed because now that my mother has those papers, she can ask for a scholarship. And if they end up granting it to her, then she's going to be given money every month that's supposed to go to pay off my tuition. A tuition that she isn't even paying for. The worst part is that I know 100% for sure that I am never going to see that money at all. And she's just going to be using it to buy luxury items like clothing. Like, how entitled do you have to be to ask for a scholarship on a tuition that you're not even paying for just so you can spend it on yourself? That was our slash entitled parents. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.